Good night, everybody. Coming to you from the home of the allegedly first trans Republican Senator Lindsey Graham, the great state of South Carolina. Well, we get it done anywhere, anywhere. Doesn't matter. We're on the road. We're getting it done. This is ungoverned. Good evening to the LFA family, the captain's crew, the ungovernables, McGroin Nation from the great state of South Carolina. After an epic last night, Trump Tuesday here rallying the grassroots, I can confirm reporting from the ground, not pulling any of the information out of my rear end. South Carolina is fired up. Oh, and three quarters of the state here are from New York. It's unbelievable. What a night last night. Veterans for America first. Veterans for Trump. Team Trump out here. The great Chad Caton. The Horry County GOP. The real Horry County GOP, by the way. There's like a, this, <laughs> we learned last night that there's a, there's a real Horry County GOP. That's who we dealt with. And then there's a fake Horry County GOP. They're mad because they lost the election. It's a whole thing. Uh, but the real Horry County GOP, uh, Roger, Chad, etc., out here, Chad's wonderful wife. This, I mean, what a great, this is a great group. Great. Yeah, we had a great time. Um, and apparently our friend Chad knows everybody in every gas station here in Horry uh, County. They got you half and half, <laughs> half, and half fresh out of the bag. Um, amazing, this is such a fun time. As you can see behind me, the sun is coming up today in South Carolina. If, uh, if we are lucky enough, you will have this amazing thing. I forgot it exists. It's called the Atlantic Ocean. It's behind us. And you, will, you may be able to see it as the, as the sun comes up. It's, uh, it's uh, uh, Chris Stapleton. I see the sunrise creeping in. Everything changes like the desert wind, right? So you may be able to see it behind me. I'm just a traveler. Okay. Uh, we are, we're here in South Carolina. I'm obviously in a great mood. It's been a, a long couple of days, but a fun couple of days. Uh, actually, by the time this show comes up and is airing, we are probably home at this point. But right now at 6.13 in the morning Central Time, 7.13 in the morning Eastern Time, as we record this, we are in South Carolina. And uh, it was an epic night last night. I want to tell you all about it. And this is, you know, every time we do one of these events, when it's when we get the grassroots going, I get this, this energy, you know, this like uh, after I met Trump, everyone's like, oh, you were jacked up because you met Donald Trump. No, no, that's not why I was jacked up. I was jacked up because well, I mean, I, I mean, that's part of why I was jacked up. But I was jacked up because we spent time with people like Derek Evans running for Congress. You know, I was jacked up because we spent time with Cynthia Hughes, the founder and president of the Patriot Freedom Project. Oh, sorry. I was jacked up because we spent time with Republican activists and America first patriots out there that, you know, honestly, are, are they're, they're just looking to make America great again and, and win elections and win these battles that we're going to be in, you know, for for the next 10 months plus, you know, not just into the election, but after the election. That's what gets me excited. That's what gets me excited. So. These, these events last night, and then and then bumping into people with loud majority shirts on last night. And, you know, I was at the Belmore train station, and then I moved. I mean, literally three-quarters of that room last night. You would think we were on Long Island. I, I Everyone had a New York accent. Yeah. 
There was one woman, I think her name was Jill. And she's the one who manages her pain with very similarly to the lung. What a rip. What an amazing. She was one of the only people there with the Southern accent and Chad. But everybody else, yo, hey, where you from, New York? From Howard Beach. I ran against AOC. Oh, it was it was like being back in New York. It was crazy. I could not. We had people from Buffalo, Syracuse, Long Island, the five boroughs. You know, it was it was really it was really something else. So um, so to to Trump Tuesdays out here in Horry County, uh, if anybody is down this way from the LFA family, they meet every Tuesday. Uh, Veterans for Trump, Chad Caton, um, you know, the Horry County GOP, the real one. So many great things. So many uh, so many great people here. Um, and obviously, we appreciate the hospitality. We're rolling from the uh, from the hotel room this morning. So as you can see, uh, lighting's going to change because I'm doing it in front of the sunrise right now. I'm a little dark. It is what it is. But we do want to bring you a show. You know, we no days off. We just don't do days off, folks. So we got to keep going. Consistency. I hope you enjoyed the Save America Marathon yesterday with Pete Santilli. Hope you enjoyed yesterday's episode of Ungoverned as well. It's up there if you didn't see it because you were watching the marathon. Good. If not, uh, it's also on audio. You can check that out as well. But really amped up. We have a great show in line for you today. We're going to talk about South Carolina, uh, what that looks like, and the new polling that is here. You can have polling and then you can have on-the-ground experience. We have the on-the-ground experience from last night. The polling reflects what I saw last night. I got a picture for you. We'll share that up. If you could share that all over the place, that would be great. Uh, so we have that story for you and a couple of other things. Na- uh, Nikki Haley's looking like she's having terrible uh, results, a bad prognosis in Nevada. You know, they call her Nikki. I call her Nimrod Nimrada or the escapade in the Escalade. You know, we know what happened. That was that what that joke went over big last night. The as I made a lot of jokes about how Nikki Haley is allegedly a skank and it was uh, it was well received. I can tell you that we have that one. Harvard. You know, Harvard. It's great. Their chief DEI officer, diversity, equity, and inclusion. Uh, their chief DEI officer, apparently this person has also been hit with fresh plagiarism charges. Oh, no. You would not you would not believe it, right? That a DEI officer at Harvard University has been hit with flesh of flesh. Woo! Fresh. I'm thinking about Nikki Haley too much. Fresh plagiarism charges. <laughs> Fresh plagiarism uh, charges in uh, Harvard University. So we have that one as well. And they lost a major donor. Another one, Harvard. But you would be surprised to know, well, you, maybe you wouldn't be surprised if you've been watching this show for long enough, who this major donor also supported. Oh, yeah. We, I went down the rabbit hole this morning. I saw the name. I said, I know I could find a couple more articles about this individual. So we will talk about that. And remember what I said a couple days ago? Where has John Fetterman's wife been? Where'd she go? You know, she was the one pushing all the progressive crap while John Fetterman had been basically incapacitated with the stroke. She was talking for him, essentially. Right? And then all of a sudden, he kind of like got better. Right? He stopped with the 95, 95, 95. And and I know that's going to make the chat go crazy. Uh, And then... He got better, and now he's doing the talking, and he's doing the action. He's all over the place, right? Where is she? It turns out, I see, they're not separated. So we thought maybe they had separated. No one knows about it. You got to keep them separated. 
Um, what a shame with the offspring, by the way. They're woke. Except for the drummer, who they kicked out because he's unvaccinated. Such a shame. Yeah, such a shame. But Giselle Fetterman, that's her name. Where did she go? So she's gone. Well, she's still with John Fetterman, but she deleted her social media after all of this uh, bullying that took place with John Fetterman. Not from us. No, from the left. I think... She is the radical left component of John Fetterman. If you ask me, how, where do I see John Fetterman, the man, John Fetterman on the political spectrum? I think he's a Joe Manchin, RFK type of a Democrat. You know what you would refer to as a blue dog Democrat. A beautiful dog, a talented dog. A blue dog Democrat. That's what I see John Fetterman. Now, that means he's still a Democrat. He still likes to kill babies with abortion. He's still a climate hoaxer. He's still a gun grabber. But he's not as radical as, you know, an AOC, a Bernie Sanders. Hello! A, uh, a Cory Bush who's under investigation, by the way. It's pretty funny. Cory Bush. She misused funds. Oh, what? A Democrat misusing funds? No way. Rashida Tlaib, Ilhan Omar, Piggy Smalls, you know, Rashida, I call her Rashida, Piggy, 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 can't you see, right? Um, But I think John Fetterman is more of a moderate Democrat, if you were to ask me, you know, where I thought he stood. So, and that's where I think he stands. And so I sit on the stand, and the kids, I got got like hairy legs. Anyway, we got a good show. We're going to talk to you about last night's event here in South Carolina, and uh, hopefully, Behind me comes through. You can see a couple palm trees, but I'm not sure you're going to be able to see the ocean because, listen, I'm not working with top-notch equipment here. Um, if you saw the setup that we were working with in this room, you'd be surprised that there's a show at all. But if you look at Brennan's Instagram story, and I'm probably going to put it up on mine as well. No days off, folks. None. All right. We're going to rock and roll. Uh, before we get to all of the juicy stuff here in the show, I'd love to get to a word from our friends over at switch2usa.com. Here's a quick word from our sponsors right here. We all want to make a difference in our country and, and make change, but we don't all have the ability to do so. A lot of people are busy. They can't join school boards. They can't get on borough council, but they can change where they shop. And it's just shopping, it's that simple. We're gonna link arms and we're gonna shop right here at this American factory. They make the products and they're all natural and they're good for us and they're affordable. Everything's made here in the USA. That is switch to number two, USA.com. Switch to number two, USA.com. Folks, you see it on your screen right there. We've been talking about how the world has been going crazy with supply chain issues, record-setting inflation, and sky-high gas prices. We all know how the world... I'm sorry, we all know how the big box stores were allowed to stay open the whole time. Well, so many little guys, small business owners, and regular people were forced to close. The wealthiest on the planet became better off while mom and pop suffered. The question is, what are we willing to do about it? How can our voices be heard? Well, you can vote with your dollars. That is how we make a difference. This is a call to action. Switch away from the big box conglomerates and shop factory direct at a family-owned, made-in-America manufacturer. 
for all your monthly consumables, toothpaste, shaving cream, laundry detergent, shampoo, healthy snacks, and now grass-fed beef, all delivered right to your door. Switch away from Made in China. Switch to Made in the USA. It's one of the best ways to get around the crazy inflation. Shop with a family-owned company that puts their customers first rather than shareholders and corporate executives. Join the parallel economy that has been formed. Join the massive sweep that is happening through Patriot Nation and decide today that you want to be a part of the movement to cut off their cash flow. If you sign up, my friend Maria, you see her smiling at you dead center of the screen, will give you a call back to enroll you, and then you can start shopping at this privately owned mom and pop that is switch to number two USA.com. Switch to number two USA.com. We also have Field of Greens. That is fieldofgreens.com. Brickhouse Nutrition. We love Brickhouse Nutrition. We love Field of Greens. Ladies and gentlemen, I want to give you one simple solution that will greatly improve your life. Greatly improve your life. Better sleep. Sharpen your mind. And get back to feeling great. Start taking Field of Greens. Most of you are like me. There's a list of things every day that run you down. We're all way too busy to pick fruit and chop vegetables every single day. But I did my homework and I chose Field of Greens. Every fruit and vegetable in Field of Greens was medically chosen to support specific health functions like heart, liver, and kidney health, immune system, and metabolism. Field of Greens, period, and a story will help you stay healthy. You hear that, Chris Christie? Healthy. That doesn't mean eat all the donuts. Field of Greens is the only brand with a better health promise. So enjoy Field of Greens and at your next doctor's visit if your doctor doesn't say something like, wow, whatever you're doing, it's working. Keep it up. Return it for a refund. Keep your body healthy and your mind and spirit will follow. Let me get you started with 15% off. Visit fieldofgreens.com. Use the promo code LFA. That is fieldofgreens.com, promo code LFA, Lima Foxtrot Alpha. Fieldofgreens.com, promo code LFA for 15% off your entire order. Fieldofgreens.com, promo code LFA. Fieldofgreens.com, promo code Lima Foxtrot Alpha. Last but not least, we do have, wow, we are getting real dark. Last but not least, we do have the LFA TV store. That is LFATV.us. LFATV.us. You see it on your website right there. There's the great Will Johnson coming up next, of course, at 6 p.m. LFA TV store right here. Look at all the beautiful merchandise that we've got here. Tank tops, tote bags, all sorts of keychains, lanyards, shirts for men. Shirts for women. Shirts for none of the other genders because they do not exist. Armor of God wooden plaques. We've got amazing coffee, music, all sorts of great stuff. Hey, if there's coffee, are there mugs to put the coffee in? Yes, right there, dead center of the screen. And, of course, my favorite hat there. Whoever voted for Biden knows me. Gas money. I love that hat. I love the entire idea behind that hat. So there it is. LFATV.us. That's the LFATV store. Or you can go directly to the store by going to jeremyherald.com slash store. So it's LFATV.us. Or you can go to jeremyherald.com slash store. Okay, ladies and gentlemen, we're rocking and rolling. It is getting light out. It's getting light behind me. That's probably why my face looks so dark. If I can maybe up, yeah, maybe not. I'm going to have to fix this because you're not going to be able to see me in a second, which kind of stinks because why wouldn't you want to? Why wouldn't you want to see me? It's crazy. Before you tell me that that looks okay, that's not, it looks fine. No, it doesn't. There it goes. I'm starting to shift. There it is. We'll see what happens. Folks, we're in a hotel room, and it's really early. We're traveling today, so cut me, cut me a little break. Uh, anyway, we're rocking and rolling, and South Carolina is absolutely fired up, absolutely fired up to run Donald Trump through Nikki Haley and destroy her political career. How much fun did we have last night with that group? Oh my gosh. 
it was they are a great group down here. Well, again, a lot of them are rowdy New Yorkers that are that have moved from Long Island. Uh, everybody and, and, and all parts of New York, by the way, not just Long Island, but all parts of New York. A lot of them are rowdy New Yorkers that moved and they were rowdy last night, too. And it was uh, it was just a lot of fun. My whole thing here is that we are going to destroy the political career of Nikki Haley. That's OK. Listen, when we were Dan Bongino played uh, the uh, that that bit I put together with. Uh, well, Jim really put it together, but I added some of the Trump stuff to the uh, that that bit. Five things that have won more than Nikki Haley that played on Dan's radio show yesterday. And I told Jim before we before they, you know, while we were while they while, while he was putting it together, I said, we're going to South Carolina to kick off the downfall, the final nail in the coffin of the political career of Nikki Haley. And then we we were in Chad, you know, he picked us up. He was Chad's car bringing us from the uh, airport to here. And it played while we were in the car. And he was like, and Chad, yeah, Chad's truck was it's, it's big, huge. <laughs> And so we we're listening to it, and it was, it was, it was. He was like, "Wait a minute!" I said, "Yeah, they're playing the bit." He listens. He goes, "Oh my gosh, everybody here in this in this town is listening right now to that thing you put together with with Jim that you had to." I said, "It's great. There are so many people right now that want to end the political career of Nikki Haley. That's my thing. It's not about for me. It is about supporting Donald Trump, but it's also what can we do while we're supporting Donald Trump? You know that that." Works a little better, you know, kind of like a silver lining or or we can get two things done at once. Obviously, we want Donald Trump to win the nomination. He's going to. But what happens in the process? If we can end the political career of Nikki Haley, if this is her last hurrah and she fades away into the sunset where we can she can she can cheat on her husband another 15 more times and not be a problem for us. I'm fine with it. I'm not fine with her cheating. That's a terrible thing to do. But I'm fine with her being away. I'm fine with her going back to underneath the, the rock that she came from, Nikki Haley. So if we are, if we're being honest, that's part of the motivation as to why I'm here in South Carolina. I can't stand this woman. You guys know that. Everybody knows I do not like Nikki Haley at all. I like her less than I like green eggs and ham. Okay? I do not like them, Lindsey Graham. I do not like them in South Carolina. What an incredible coincidence. I do not like them if it came from China. I do not like green eggs and ham. You know what I'm talking about. So we were, let me show you a picture of, uh, of yesterday. Nikki Haley and the, uh, the event Trump Tuesday. Because it is about Trump and it is about pushing him over the finish line. But let me show you all the folks that came out last night in South Carolina. Folks, South Carolina is fired up. You're like, where are you? I'm dead center. There's a sign over my face. Wonder who's doing that. You see right there? Yeah, look, that's it. It's covering both of us, actually. Aww. Dead center, it's a sign over Brennan in my face. But it's okay, because we were both holding it. I was peeking around. So we were both, yeah, I was trying to, I was, I was peeking underneath it. <laughs> <laughs> but it's good. That's uh, South Carolina. Fired up last night. If you live in this area, Horry County, South Carolina, get out to the next time these guys and gals do Trump Tuesday. It is a whole lot of fun. A lot of people get together. At that, I don't even know. I don't even remember the name of the place last night. I wasn't oh. even paying attention. But they get together at this bar that is apparently uh, an amazing owner here in, uh, in, in what's it called? Handley's Pub and Grub. Handley's Pub and Grub. H A N D L E Y S. Handley's Pub and Grub. We love it. Okay, these are great owners out here. Uh, they are amazing for the cause, and they're all in. The folks at this uh, event were all in for Trump. So the next time they're doing a Trump Tuesday, I suggest don't miss it, ladies and gentlemen. 
Don't miss it. If you're in Horry County, South Carolina, or around that area, don't miss it. It is, uh, it is a lot of fun. You can meet a lot of like-minded individuals here in, uh, in South Carolina to get ready. The primary is in 25 days. It is on February 24th. So actually 24 days from today is the primary where Nikki Haley's career ends. And what we were doing last night, it came out, they introduced me as the president of the United States. We've got some uh, video that I'm going to put together and we can, we can play you know, some of what that looked like, because I think that went over pretty well, a lot of it. Um, you know, we took a lot of jokes from, I, I think one of the ones that people liked a lot early on, and I said, Chris Christie was never really running for president. He was walking for president. He's never run for a thing in his life. Uh, we had we had a lot, of, a lot of fun last night here in South Carolina. And it's cool to kind of be where the campaign is going to be. It's cool to be on the campaign trail. We'll see if there's anything that comes in the future. They're talking about potentially a bus tour down here. So we'll see. Um, but everybody was fired up and look, uh, there's one, there's a, holy cow, it's getting really bad with this lighting. Uh, there is a, a sentiment now with the Trump campaign that, or not the Trump campaign, but there's a, a sentiment among voters, right? You know how it goes that we can't trust the polls. Well, the polls aren't perfect. And we know that the polls are not perfect. And we know that. Okay. But that doesn't mean that the polls are fake, right? That doesn't mean that the polls are fake. What do I mean by that? Well, I mean that if the polls aren't, it's, it's, it's not a perfect science. It's not a perfect science, but it doesn't, what, what, I, 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 it's hard for me to draw the distinction, right? Because how can we, how can we talk about polling Without saying that the polls are fake, because they're not fake. You know how I feel about polls. They're not, inaccurate does not mean fake, okay? Now, do some polls have an agenda? Absolutely. Do some polls have a bias? Absolutely, and we talk about that. But just because they're biased or just because they may or may not have an agenda does not mean that they're, quote-unquote, fake polls, right? And, And I think one of the problems that we have is if the poll doesn't say something that we like or something that we agree with, we automatically assume that it's, that it's not a real poll. There's a difference there. You know, there was a a polling firm. If you want to even call it that, I think it was a parody account, Ron polling Inc or something on, on Twitter that essentially, uh, it essentially was propping up Ron DeSantis I mean, obviously, a polling firm named after one of the candidates isn't a real polling firm, and I think I fixed it. I just did it on the fly. Um, but when you look at polls, like whether it's Rasmussen, Trafalgar, YouGov, etc., and then you see the exact same type of enthusiasm on the ground, you can understand how they get results like this. South Carolina, Trump is leading Nikki Haley by 35 points in her own backyard. Now, that is, a, that is a, a nail in the political coffin of the career of Nikki Haley. Former President Donald Trump has a towering 35-point lead over his last remaining Republican primary opponent, former Governor Nikki Haley in South Carolina, according to a Fabrizio Lee and Associates poll conducted for the pro-Trump MAGA Inc. PAC. Now, again, full disclosure, just like we say the polls are fake because they say things that we don't like or we acknowledge that they're biased. 
just like we say that. This poll was conducted by the Trump campaign for the Trump campaign, paid for by the Trump campaign. So, of course, it's going to spit out a wild pro-Trump number. Okay, the poll, the, the organization that paid for this poll was called MAGA Inc. What do you think the poll is going to say? But there are a lot of other polls coming out of South Carolina that has Donald Trump up by 20 plus points, 25 plus points. You know, everything is outside of a margin of 20. Now, again, just like New Hampshire, South Carolina is also what is known as an open primary state. So South Carolina being an open primary state means what? That Democrats can vote in the primary. And that's unfortunate because now, again, the Democrats, just like they did in New Hampshire, just like they did to an extent in Iowa, can meddle in the Republican primary here in South Carolina. The difference between South Carolina and New Hampshire is that New Hampshire is arguably a purple state at best. It is not a red state. It is not a Republican state. There are a lot of Republicans in New Hampshire. They make up a significant portion of the vote share of the electorate. But there, it is, it, it's been a blue state in presidential elections for a very long time. South Carolina has not. So what that means are, is there are a lot less Democrats, less here in New Hampshire, uh, here in South Carolina than there were in New Hampshire to create that quote unquote tighter or more competitive race for Nikki Haley. And if more competitive still has Nikki Haley losing by 12 plus points or 11 plus points, whatever those final numbers were, that's not really competitive at all. Democrats are going to stop coming out eventually for Nikki Haley if it looks like they just keep getting themselves, you know, beat in with a sledgehammer. So we look at this South Carolina poll, Trump leading by 35 points in her own backyard. Yes, it's an internal poll for the Trump campaign. Donald Trump, 66 percent. Nikki Haley, 31 percent. What do I think the results are going to look like? I, I'm uh, early predictions. I say Trump by 20 or more in South Carolina. Because if it was 11 points in New Hampshire with a lot of Democrats, it's going to be a much wider number than that in South Carolina with not as many Democrats any more fired up Republican Party. Uh, Donald Trump's not working against the governor of this state. The Republican governor of New Hampshire was behind Nikki Haley. That was Chris Sununu. Uh, now we have, it's uh, Henry McMa- uh, McMaster, I believe, is the governor of South Carolina here, who is one of the most loyal folks to be behind and supporting Donald Trump in this entire process. Matter of fact, when Trump made Nikki Haley the U.N. ambassador in his, in his uh, previous administration, he paved the way for Henry McMaster to become the governor of the great state of South Carolina. That's a true story. We were talking about that last night. Haley, as, as, uh, as U.N. ambassador, freed up the governor's seat here in South Carolina, and that resulted in Henry McMaster being the governor, and Henry McMaster is supporting Donald Trump. So Nikki Haley... Is, is not campaigning in this state with the support of the current governor like she was in New Hampshire, which was able to sway, you know, a decent amount of voters. So I think you're going to see Donald Trump winning by 20 plus points, not just because of what the polls are saying, but because of what we saw last night. The other thing is that Nikki Haley just isn't popular anywhere because, frankly, she, frankly, she's a detestable person. She's ugly. She's disgusting. She's She's hideous. Not just from a uh, an eyes standpoint, what she looks like, but, but who she is. Yeah, you know, she claims to be a pro-life, you know, oh, abortion. 
But she's not because she's pro-war. She wants to bomb everybody. She's going to want to bomb Iowa and New Hampshire soon because she failed there. Because the voters didn't vote for her there. It's incredible. So this is in Nevada. Nevada's primary. Their caucus is coming up. Another poll suggests it might be time for former governor of South Carolina, uh, Nikki Haley, to call it a day with former President Donald Trump holding a decisive lead over Haley. All indications seem to point to his winning the GOP nomination. Now, did you see Trump over the weekend? He came out and he said uh, he doesn't want the Republican Party to treat him as the presumptive nominee. And the question, why? Why doesn't he want to be the presumptive nominee? Well, that's because he doesn't want it to look as if, you know, the, the RNC rigged it for him and that it became this whole, you know, that this is a controversy now. The RNC, are they rigging it for Trump? Is it fair to Nikki Haley? Is this actually a primary? Is it not a primary? What's going on? It's, it's a smart move for Donald Trump to say that he wants this done the right way. It's a smart move for Donald Trump to say that he wants this done uh, uh, properly. He'll just win it, like he said, on, on Truth Social, the old-fashioned way. I like that a lot more than I like the potential uh, rigging, or you know, if you want to call it rigging, but the, the whole presumptive nominee stuff from the Republican Party. I like it a lot more if Trump just goes out there and cleans up in these primaries. I think that's a uh, I think that is a much better I think that is a much better strategy for Donald Trump personally. So, uh, we see in Nevada now Nevada's primary races and caucus are quickly approaching. The polls results don't look good for Haley. It shows that most Nevada voters would rather choose no candidate than support Nikki Haley. That's brutal. New polling polling released by Providence, a collaborative effort between Revere Solutions and Decipher AI, showed 59.2% of Nevada Republican primary voters saying they would select none of the candidates during the February 6th GOP primary election compared to 40.8% who would choose Haley. The loss to essentially no candidate would damper Haley's battle to remain in the 2024 primary after Trump won the Iowa caucuses by 30 points and the New Hampshire primary by 11 points. Unlike the earlier nominating states, Nevada is unique in that it will hold a primary and a caucus. Trump is participating in the caucus on February 8th, which the state GOP will use to allocate delegates. As the only major candidate running, Trump is expected to win the caucus and the state's 26 delegates. Haley chose to run in the primary, forfeiting the right to appear on the caucus ballot. Nationally, it's not looking much better for uh, Haley either. The latest Real Clear Politics average shows Trump leading Haley 74.3% to 14.46%. Haley seems determined to hang on until at least the primaries in her home state. However, polling for South Carolina also shows Trump leading by around 30 points. So it ain't looking good for Nimrod Nimrata. It ain't looking good at all. And we witnessed it last night. South Carolina is ready to give her the boot. It was a great time here last night. Again, we thank you to everybody who was involved, everybody who was able to come out. And we hope to see you again when we hit the road soon uh, for more of these events around the country. It's a lot of fun to do this, to meet folks on the ground, voters who are actually going to be making a difference, motivating them to get involved. All right, I want to get to a word from our friends over at Let's Go Brandon Token. Uh, We have, obviously, uh, to give you a word from them, the great world of cryptocurrency. And then we'll talk about Harvard University, because Harvard University just lost a major donor. So this is Let's Go Brandon Token. This is Let's Go Brandon Token. 
uh, right here. Folks, let's take a deep dive into the world of cryptocurrency where innovation meets freedom and community empowerment. I want to uh, introduce you to letsgobrandontoken.com. What sets them apart is the unique approach to giving back. With every transaction made using the token, 2% goes directly to the America First wallet, which is then used to donate to America First candidates, causes, and charities that align with your values. Let's go. Brandon Token also rewards its holders by dispersing 7% of the buy and sell tax back to the community. So you earn passive income simply by holding your tokens and being a part of this vibrant and supportive community. Now, Let's Go Brandon Token is also offering self-paced crypto classes on the website. So whether you're new to the world of crypto or looking to expand your knowledge, check out these classes on letsgobrandontoken.com. This way you can be uh, given the knowledge and confidence to navigate the crypto landscape with ease. Visit the website today. That is letsgobrandontoken.com. Let'sgobrandontoken.com and become a part of the incredible movement to embrace freedom, empower the community, and make a positive impact together. Also note that investing in cryptocurrencies does involve risk, and it is important, very important, to do your own research before making any investment decisions. This message is not financial advice, but it is friendly advice to check out letsgobrandontoken.com. That is letsgobrandontoken.com. You see it on your screen, letsgobrandontoken.com. Once again, letsgobrandontoken.com. A great crypto project that I encourage everybody to see. We changed up the background while that graphic was on the screen because the whole let's let's show everybody the ocean thing isn't working out. It's getting too light in there and not light enough in here. And that's what happens when you're working with a very low-budget webcam. So we had to put the boring curtains behind us, and that just is what it is. <laughs> we had, or else it was going to be it was going to completely be a mess. All right, fourpatriots.com/lfa is our next sponsor here. Fourpatriots.com/lfa. See it on your screen right there. Look, a lot of things are going on. You know, the border is uh, is a contentious issue right now. Texas, the truckers' caravan, etc. So many things happening. Uh, and, you know, we talked about it yesterday, a, uh, a chicken processing plant went on fire. You never know when there's the next emergency is going to be. So I encourage you to be prepared. Go to 4patriots.com slash LFA. Now, in Florida, a couple years ago, means people lost power after Hurricane Ian came through. And one of the first things the local government did was put out food safety tips because a lot of people will watch their food spoil inside their fridges. They're not prepared with everything here on 4patriots.com. Uh, and they also don't have gas for their generator. Well, now 4Patriots can solve all of your problems. You can get a solar generator, which is safe to use indoors. It's whisper quiet, and it's strong enough to run your fridge. It's the Patriot Power Generator from 4Patriots. It's not ordinary power. It is a generator that never needs gas ever, and it even comes with a free solar panel. And right now, for a limited time, you can get a major discount off of the Patriot Power Generator and everything, by the way, on this website. If you go to 4Patriots.com LFA, that is 4patriots.com slash Lima Foxtrot Alpha for 10% off of everything on the site. Now, the generator is rated five stars from over 600 reviews on the website, and it's backed by their 100% guarantee for an entire year, so it's risk-free. Now, 4patriots is amazing because a portion of every sale is donated to charities who support our veterans and their families. Just go to 4patriots.com. Check out the Patriot Power Generator and the savings you can get off of it. And be prepared for the next blackout, whether it's by getting the generator or anything else that you see on the website. That is 4patriots.com slash LFA, 4patriots.com slash LFA, 4patriots.com slash LFA. Hey, I'd love to show you the ocean. The sun's coming out. 
but we know that's going to be a disaster if we peek back there. So we're just going to leave it alone and rock with the rest of the show this morning from the great state of South Carolina after an amazing event last night. Let's talk about Harvard University, shall we? We've been very tough on Harvard. Do you remember Elise Stefanik's uh, testimony? Well, her, her line of questioning uh, with regards to the Harvard president, Claudine Gay. She had a rough time in front of, uh, of Elise Stefanik where she was able to basically get them to admit that calling for the genocide of Jews did not necessarily constitute bullying and harassment. Here, take a look. Dr. Kornbluth, does M- at MIT, does calling for the genocide of Jews violate MIT's code of conduct or rules regarding bullying and harassment, yes or no? If targeted at individuals not making public statements. Yes or no? Calling for the genocide of Jews does have, not constitute bullying and harassment? I have not heard calling for the genocide for Jews on our campus. Right. The speech is not harassment. This is unacceptable, Ms. McGill. I'm going to give you one more opportunity for the world to see your answer. Does calling for the genocide of Jews violate Penn's code of conduct when it comes to bullying and harassment? Yes or no? It can be harassment. The answer is yes. And Dr. Gay, at Harvard, does calling for the genocide of Jews violate Harvard's rules of bullying and harassment? Yes or no? It can be, depending on the context. What's the context? Targeted as an individual, targeted as, at an individual. It's targeted at Jewish students, Jewish individuals. Do you understand your testimony is dehumanizing them? Do you understand that dehumanization is part of anti-Semitism? I will ask you one more time. Does calling for the genocide of Jews violate Harvard's rules of bullying and harassment? Yes or no? Anti-Semitic rhetoric. When it and is it anti-Semitic con- rhetoric? Anti-Semitic rhetoric when it crosses into conduct that amounts to bullying, harassment, intimidation, that is actionable conduct, and we do take action. So the answer is yes, that calling for the genocide of Jews violates Harvard Code of Conduct, correct? Again, it depends on the context. It does not depend on the context. The answer is yes, and this is why you should resign. These are unacceptable answers across the board. As potential vice presidential material, as they say, Elise Stefanik, Questioning those presidents, it was MIT, Harvard University, and the University of Pennsylvania. Two out of the three of those college presidents are gone. They've resigned. Adios. Bye. Uh, bye oh, my goodness. Bon voyage. So long. Farewell. Alvida saying goodbye to you and you and you and you and you, right? The sound of music. They're gone. Don't the door hit you on the way out. See you later. You don't have to go home, but you can't stay here. Like we're going to say to the many illegals after Trump wins. It's going to be great. Gone. Go away. It was encouraging to see that line of questioning result in a good outcome. And that's not even why Claudine Gay, the president of Harvard, resigned. Remember, after that whole thing, the University of Pennsylvania's Liz Liz McGill was removed by the board as the president. She stayed on as a tenured faculty member in the law school. But she was removed by the board as the president. Claudine Gay, who's backed by Barack Obama, 
and others in that in that uh, in that side of the battle, if you want to call it. Claudine Gay was not removed because of that. She was removed because of the allegations of plagiarism, which then she turned into a racial thing. Oh, it's because I'm black. No, no, no. We don't care that you're black. We care that you plagiarized your work and wound up in this position on a lie. You know, like Elizabeth Warren. You know who else lied about their background and got in a lot of trouble for it? George Santos. So he gets in trouble. Now, look. George Santos, what he did to get into Congress, I'm not defending. I'm saying if it's bad when George Santos lies about his background, it's bad when Claudine Gay does it. It's bad when Pocahontas uh, Elizabeth Warren does it. It's bad when Joe Biden, I was raised in a Puerto Rican community. No, you weren't. Your name is Joseph Robinette Biden. Show me the Puerto Rican. I was raised in synagogues, little boy. My daddy gave me dreidel, dreidel, dreidel. I made you out of clay. No, you didn't do that either. I wore the yarmulke. Would you wear that backwards too? I think it's almost impossible to wear a yarmulke backwards, right? It's just kind of sits there, right? I mean, it's just, I, was, I was part of the civil rights movement. I grew up in the black churches. You don't vote for me, you ain't black, Jack. This guy has lied about his background all the time. He said he spoke to the inventor of insulin. The inventor of insulin died two years before Joe Biden was born. So George Santos can't lie about his background because he's a Republican. Danang Dick Blumenthal of, I think it's Connecticut, says he fought in Vietnam. Never did. Stolen valor. You know, they came after J.R. Majewski for the same thing. He didn't even do what he, they said he did. They said he lied about his military record. He didn't. Dick Blumenthal did. So again, you're just seeing the, and it's not about race. It's about integrity. So that was Claudine Gay, Harvard. That's where all the controversy started to stem from. You had these anti-Semitic protests on, at Harvard University. Yet Harvard University telling a Jewish student group that they had to take their menorah down overnight because they were afraid it was going to get vandalized. And if it got vandalized, it would make the school look bad. So it's the Jews' fault that some animals were going to desecrate their menorah? What about when what, what Stefanik said? If anti-Semitic rhetoric crosses into conduct, that's a violation. Would you say that desecrating a menorah is anti-Semitic conduct? I would say it is. Still no consequences. So what she was saying was bullcrap. The vandals win. They run the asylum at Harvard. Well, not only do they run the asylum, but there's another clown show here at Harvard University. And of course, it happens to revolve around diversity, equity, and inclusion. Everything about diversity, equity, and inclusion is bullcrap, ladies and gentlemen. It is nonsense. It is complete and total nonsense. Anybody who supports this DEI initiative is either an idiot or is somebody with malicious intentions. There is no middle ground. You're either dumb and you fall for it or you're evil. That's it with DEI. I, folks, this, this subject happens to mean a lot to me, DEI, because I have been railing against this for a very long time. Ever since it was brought to our attention, we were at the loud majority, Kevin and I, we were up until three in the morning talking to this one mother from Smithtown. 
when she first uncovered that there was this DEI thing in her district on Long Island. Kevin and I were up until uh, literally three in the morning that day. And I actually, that was one of the first times I had ever ordered his food at a drive-thru as Donald Trump. And it got half a million views in like two hours. It was great. We went to McDonald's and we came back and got back on the phone with this woman. It was crazy. DEI. So, and we look at New York State's DEI requirements. They're teaching children that black and brown people are being brutally killed by law enforcement. That's directly from the document. The senseless and brutal killing of black and brown people at the hands of law enforcement. I'm on a list because I'm on several lists because of our stance, our hard stance against DEI. Because critical race theory does not cure racism. It creates more racism. When, When you tell a black student or a brown student or a non-white, let's use that term. When you tell a non-white student from kindergarten, which is about age five, to the time they graduate high school, which is around age 18, that because they're not white, they are oppressed. What you are doing is you are gaslighting them and indoctrinating them for 13 years. That is programming, ladies and gentlemen. You have this non-white student believing that simply because they're non-white, they don't have a shot unless they destroy the system. When the reality is, if you're white, if you're non-white, if you're from outer space, if you live in this country and you work hard, You can do anything that you want, anything that you want. doesn't matter your background. It doesn't matter your upbringing. If you sit down and you focus and you work hard, you could be somebody in this country. In another country, not a chance in hell. In this country, yes. Look at Ben Carson. He's an African-American man. Look at Vivek Ramaswamy. He's an Indian man. Look at Donald Trump. He's a white man. Look at Christy Nome. She's a white female, governor of South Dakota. Look at Andrew Yang. He's Asian. He's very successful with what he does. I don't agree with his politics, but he's gotten himself into a pretty good spot for himself. There's plenty of people. Elon Musk from South Africa. He's here in America now. Incredibly successful businessman. I don't agree with all of his decisions. I don't agree with all of his politics. Joe Rogan. He's a comedian, has the most popular, I don't like him. He has the most popular show on the internet. You could be Dan Bongino. He came from nothing in New York, nothing. His wife is from Colombia. She came here legally. Like, think about legally, not illegally. Paula Bongino. Like, you could do anything you want in this country if you sit down and focus Instead, what you're teaching the children is that because they're not white, they're behind the eight ball and there's nothing they can do about it, which is not true. So, of course, Harvard's chief diversity, equity and inclusion officer has been hit with 40, four zero credible allegations and accusations of plagiarism because everything surrounding diversity, equity and inclusion is bullcrap. None of it is authentic. It is all fabricated and, 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 and dreamt up. Why must you take, this woman happens to be African-American. Why must you take 
the real African-American success stories, like a Ben Carson, like a Tim Scott, like Aunt Jemima. Oh, she was acting as a caricature, but she was still the most successful and the first black female actress in this country to have unbelievable success. Yes, I understand her shtick was to be a caricature of a southern black female, former slave, etc. But she was born into slavery, got out of slavery after the Civil War ended, became the first female African-American actress, wealthy beyond anybody's imagination, because she did it. She mastered her craft and did it here. Now you can't find her in a supermarket. Now Aunt Jemima's gone in favor of Pearl Milling Company. You tell me who's whitewashing society. It ain't us. It wasn't Republicans who said, take the blacks off the soup, off the packages. It wasn't Republicans who said, well, land the lakes, remove the Indian and keep the land. When Andrew Jackson did it, he got removed from the $20 bill. When, when Democrats do it, they get, they, they get applauded for it. Look at you taking the, the Washington Redskins. They, they, you can't find that stuff. They don't call them the Redskins. The commanders now. The Cleveland Indians, gone. You have a problem with the tomahawk chop with the Braves and the FSU Seminoles. I mean, look, they're named the Seminoles. They're named after the tribe. In New York, Kathy Hochul said, you can't have Native American names. Half the state, the cities are named after Native American tribes. If you go down Long Island... It's Indian and Native American names everywhere. Massapequa, Belmore, Wontaw, Montauk, Wisconsin, Comac, you know, all the, the Patchog, everything over, Aquabog. What the hell is an Aquabog? It's a Native American, right? Matatuck. These are all names. How are you going to erase that? Who's the real racist? It's those who are pushing DEI to make society exclusively white. I'm not this big black rights activist. I'm a human rights. I am a human rights defender. No, but for all people. You want success? Go chase it. You want success? Right? You want you want to have all the 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 the, the fruits of the hard work? You want a good life? Go get it. It's out there for you. You don't need to destroy the system. This is the only system in the world that can allow somebody to go from nothing to something. The left wants to destroy that. Did you know, I read this, uh, someone sent this to me. Oh, it might have been one of the folks from the crypto spaces. Okay. Grow, you know what the newest thing of climate change is? One of the biggest catalysts of climate change? Growing your own food. Oh, look at of that. course. Because when you grow food convention, you know, conventionally, industrial, apparently it has a lower carbon footprint than if you plant and grow your own potatoes. It's because they don't want you to be self-sufficient. DEI is meant to destroy the merit-based system and turn it into a centralized workforce where the government seizes the means of production. And when that happens, we call that communism, folks. How about this before we get to a word from our friends over at OFP Farms? Harvard, in this entire DEI, plagiarism, anti-Semitism scandal, just lost a major donor. What a shame. What is that called? Go woke. Go broke. But you know who this major donor was? It might sound familiar to you, uh, Brennan, to the chat too. His name is Ken Griffin. Have you heard that name before? Yeah. Yeah. Ken Griffin. Ken Griffin 
has decided he's not donating to Harvard anymore. That's Ken Griffin. He was a major donor uh, at Harvard University. He's not donating to Harvard anymore. The chat will probably know. They'll start to, uh, they'll start to, the comments will start to flow in. Obviously, today is pre-recorded, but the comments will start to flow in about Ken Griffin. They'll go, Ken Griffin, that's the Citadel guy. Ken Griffin, I know him, okay. Ken Griffin is no longer donating to Harvard. He said, uh, this is a, a pretty funny uh, clip here. He called the, he said, the 55-year-old added that he was tired of whiny snowflakes promoting their far-left progressive ideology through various methods like diversity, equity, and inclusion. Pretty good move there from, uh, from Mr. Griffin, right? But who is Ken Griffin also? It's interesting to see the, I guess you can call them bedfellows that Ken Griffin runs around with. Uh, GOP mega donor Ken Griffin. Who was he supporting in the uh, 2024 primary? Oh, he was a major donor to uh, Ron DeSantis. That was the guy, Citadel, a lot of CCP money behind Ken Griffin. Who do you think he's supporting now? Nikki Haley. He calls Nikki Haley a tremendous candidate. And so to wrap this up and put a nice bow on it, and he gave Trump some credit to Ken Griffin. But, you know, he said he thinks Nikki Haley's a tremendous candidate. Why? Because she's actually a Democrat. This is one of Harvard's donors. This is a guy who wanted to take down Trump. Now, he says, here's the big picture. We're down to two people on the Republican side running for president. I've supported Nikki Haley. I think she's a tremendous candidate. He says he thinks Nikki Haley would run away with the general election. But he did say uh, that Trump's, he praised Trump's economic policies while criticizing some of his behavior, he said that despite Haley's strong foreign policy background, he thinks the geopolitical climate still favors Donald Trump. This is Ken Griffin. This is what we call coming around the mountain. This guy just defunds Harvard, which is nice. He said, like, I know so many of us, me included, you know, struggle with some of Trump's behaviors, but there was a dimension of greater global security with him as president, particularly from U.S. interests. It's interesting, though. One of Harvard's major donors first donated to DeSantis, now donating to Haley, doesn't want to deal with Trump. Do you see how academia is rigged against the America First movement? It's right there for you in plain sight. Folks, I want to get to a word from our friends over at OFP Farms. I hope you're enjoying the show today. It's been a tough one to put together because we've been, you know, we're on the road. We just traveled. It was a long night, et cetera. But no days off. We're going to be here regardless. Do you have chronic pain? Are you tired and sore? I want to introduce you to OFP Farms and their magnesium products. You may be asking, why magnesium? Well, it's an essential nutrient for cell growth, function, and regeneration. Most people are deficient in magnesium without realizing it. Industrialized farming has made it challenging to acquire the proper amount of daily magnesium from food sources these days. OFP Farms magnesium products. This stuff is great. You pack with a combination of nutrients and essential oils, which help you feel rested, more relaxed, and provides a great source of magnesium via topical approach. The pain starts to fade. As the magnesium works to help reduce inflammation, balancing blood flow, and allowing the recovery process to begin. Get relief from sore muscles, tired joints, headaches, and other inflammatory issues right where you need it with OFP Farms' topical magnesium product line. It's hard to believe that these simple products can help with so much, but they do. Now, you're welcome to browse their website, OFPFarms.com, with the many five-star reviews. And remember that OFP Farms is a patriotic, America-first, God-fearing, small family farm, and they're a company that happens to love LFA TV, and they've been a sponsor of this show, I think now, for just about a full year. 
which is amazing. So visit the website, OFPFarms.com, OscarFoxtrotPapaFarms.com. Use the promo code LFA15 for 15% off of any order. That is OFPFarms.com, promo code LFA15. OFPFarms.com, promo code Lima Foxtrot Alpha 15 Show them some love as you've continued to do. Uh, it makes me it makes me so happy. We were talking about them last night at dinner with the uh, GOP chairman at Horry County and Chad and his wife at OFP Farms. What that business has experienced over the last year because of our show and how great their products are. I busted out my lip balm. I was like, are you using goat kisses? You better, you know, because Pfizer owns ChapStick, et cetera. But I said, look, it's not just that they're a sponsor of the show. They make a great product. That's why they're able to retain the customer. If you're a sponsor of the show and your product is crap, people aren't going to keep buying it. But people keep buying it, and I've only used exclusively Goat Kisses Lip Balm for a year because it works. OFPFarms.com, promo code LFA15. Real quick, John Fetterman's wife uh, upset with the fact that she's being bullied over John Fetterman's stance against Palestine has deleted her social media amid backlash from leftists. I think you're seeing that she is the driver of the crazy train uh, with John Fetterman. So Giselle Fetterman has deleted. She silenced her social media. She is. Uh, she said she was taking a break from social media back in November and uh, made her last social media post in December. But now her break has turned into she's gone. She has deleted her social media account. Quote, Giselle Fetterman's accounts on Twitter and Instagram appear to have been deleted. And she has not posted publicly on her Facebook account since December. The Daily Caller noted on Tuesday, she announced her social media break in November with a post on her now-deleted Twitter account and attributed her break to feeling insulted. A spokesperson for Giselle later told the outlet that she was getting bored with social media, fearing that it, quote, wasn't adding, wasn't adding anything to her life. However, Ashlyn Bierre Pro, a, fan, a friend of Giselle, posted on Instagram this past December that the senator's wife decided to silence social media due to bullying over her husband. Giselle Fetterman can't tag her because some of you bullied her so much she had to take a social media break. She is not her husband, so please be gentle with your critiques. She is not her husband. Is John Fetterman doing and saying things that Giselle Fetterman doesn't like? Was it easier for her to control him when he was in a a cognitively impaired state in the wake of the stroke? It sure looks like it. It sure looks like Giselle Fetterman might have been the root of a lot of the problems with John. And now that he is starting to think for himself and speak for himself, she can't handle it. Goat kisses lip balm. I think we're going to see a separation coming soon there. I don't want to see it, but unfortunately, I think we found the problem with John Fetterman. It's the wife, unfortunately. Folks, thank you for watching and listening. We got to run quick. I just hit an hour. I didn't realize it. Thank you for watching and listening. Will Johnson coming up next. Drew Hernandez coming up at 7 p.m. with Based America Stone Stone with Roger Stone at 8 as President Trump says, we will never give up. We'll never give in. We'll never, ever surrender. And if all else fails, we'll just become ungovernable. We're back in Tennessee tomorrow. Well, for the show tomorrow. We're already back there now, really, when, when you're watching this. But we are pre-recorded tomorrow for Newsmax as well. Keep it locked right here, LFA TV. Hit the thumbs up button on the way out. Share on the way out. Make sure you subscribe to our show here on LFA TV and on audio. Have a great rest of your day. We're back here tomorrow, same time, same place, for Ungoverned, 5 p.m. Eastern. Have a great rest of your day. Catch you tomorrow. <laughs>